Welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and if you don't already know that, then go check the intro. I wanted to talk about, in this episode, the meaningful friendships that I have and have had in the past and why I have the friends that I do. And for a lot of people, I feel like you all, or for anyone in general, you guys pick someone and or pick multiple people, whatever, or groups of people, and they help build you as a person. And I love that and respect that. And I love that you can grow with people by your side and they can either support you, bring you down. They can literally affect your entire lifestyle. And you don't even have to be like in a relationship with them. You don't get physically involved. Like that's just it. Like they're just there. Like their energy like that makes you who you are today. So with that being said, um, I thought I would talk about my friendships and how they have affected me. And um, I think it kind of like snowballs off of the last podcast, Contradictory Thoughts. If you haven't listened to that one, go ahead and give that a listen because it kind of snowballs off that effect as well. Um, In the last podcast, I mentioned, you know, I was talking with a friend and he was telling me, Why do you trust people so easily? Why do you just give in and, like, give your whole heart to someone right off the bat and, like, trust these people to, like, be your friend and, like, be trustworthy in general? And I was telling him that I I had no idea. I didn't think anything of it. And then I sat there for a minute or, like, we were talking, walking in silence. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, I do know why. And it was one of the most, like, unforgettable conversations I will ever have in my entire life it meant a lot to me and um it was because I just never had really anything stable as like a friendship or like a trusted relationship ever like from the get-go from like a kid like I never had like a stable relationship and my friendships I moved in the middle of third grade so all my friends from like my hometown from like you know the area I grew up I didn't talk to them after like a few months of me moving. I had to start in a new school, make new friends, and I never heard or spoke to those people after like a few months ever again, ever. I don't talk to any of them. I don't even have them as Facebook friends. I don't have them on social media, none of it. So I think that that kind of stuck with me and made me who I am today. I'm a very trusting person from the get-go. And it's kind of scary how much I trust and, like, believe in someone from the get-go. But I also can read people a lot easier to this day. And I, like, kind of understand intentions more than I ever have. And that I kind of... I kind of embrace that, I guess you would say. So, with my friendships, I have maybe two really good friends from high school. And that would be Emma and Ashley... And, um, I knew Emma growing up. We were always mixed up in elementary school and third grade. We were always, um, confused to be as one another or like mistaken to be one another. I don't even know if that's the right word, but, um, people always thought that I was Emma or she was me because we were both blonde, short haired girls in the middle of third grade who are new, had glasses and, you know, it was just so weird and to this day I think it's still weird like we we thought it was weird everyone thought it was weird that like we just came from like two different schools middle third grade around the same time she started I think like a month after me 
and people always mix us up but we became really good friends and I still like to this day I love and respect her but um yeah it's just really weird um so we grew up and we were really good friends I always like respected her and we were pretty close but we definitely had our moments where I think I was being too much or she just like got annoyed or we had different friends and you know friendships happen and they like they come and go it's normal so fast forward to like high school I was like friends with like a group of girls and girls being girls we didn't really mesh well I guess I don't know I didn't really expect anything to come of it I thought it was really good like good with them close with them whatever and you know after high school I never heard from 90% of them ever again so that just kind of goes to show but like at the same time I never reached out either so who knows what could have happened from that but I definitely um had and with Emma too we had two friends when we were in um elementary school we had me and her and another girl and we always used to get in fights. Always. Like, it was either two of us against one at, or, like, we were just not getting along. Like, the, always. I came and, like, express. Always. We always got in fights. And it was the stupidest things. Over the dumbest things. Um, this is also when, like, DSs, like, Nintendo DSs were, like, huge for us. And we used to bring them to, like, the after school program. And, like, you know, people were, like, picto chatting one another and, like, talking shit. Whatever. So... This was, like, a, a big problem for us, like, growing up. Another example of, like, why electronics suck for, you know, today's generations, whatever. Um, so, anyway, growing up, like, we had problems, like, with, you know, three people being in a group. And um, whenever I grew up and went to high school and, like, as I was growing up and going into college, like, I've never had a friend group. I've never had a group of friends that all get together and all hang out. Like, we, I've never had that. Um, I've had, like, a few people, like, two, three people that, like, hang out all together. I've never had, like, a mass group of people. And I honestly think that that kind of, like, stems from, like, high school friendships or, like, childhood friendships. Like, you know, you've known people since, like, you were, like, a toddler or, like, you were yay high or whatever. I don't care. But I'm just saying that I've never had that I don't care to have that I've never like been like I've never had a friend group so I'm just gonna be bitter about it no I've never wanted that and um I'm grateful for the friends that I've had that have come and go and the ones that I still have to this very day and um coming out of high school I probably still to this day only have two kind of close friends and that's Emma and Ashley and I like live by that and you know what I wasn't a great friend and they had moments where they weren't the you know best friends to me but it still happened to be those two that like I can think back and be like you know what I really liked those two and like we still talk to this day so I'm gonna call them like childhood friends I guess so whatever or at least Emma was a childhood friend to me and um everyone else that grew up to my high school kind of was annoying so I was annoying too but y'all were annoying as well so I think that now that I think about it, going into college, I roomed with someone that I knew in high school too. And I am friends with her to this day, but we don't really talk. But I also kind of didn't really know her as well as I knew Emma and Ashley coming out of high school. So anyway, this girl's name was Peyton. And Peyton and I roomed together in 
college and she was a great roommate I loved her and like I still to this day like she's awesome I love her and I only roomed with her and reached out to her and asked it for her to be a roommate I went to a local college or like a nearby college but I lived on campus because I didn't want to live at home I wanted to have that going away college experience but also I don't like want to move states away if that makes any sense so she was like very much the social butterfly and I was not. So in fact, I was the person that would um, hear about parties and I kind of thought negative like things or thoughts about them and kind of just, I don't know. I just had a negative outlook on parties and like going out. I never wanted to try alcohol. I never wanted to smoke. I never wanted to do any of it. I was just so against it. I was like, mom, from the day that I'm born to the day that I die, I will never drink. I will never smoke. Like, I went on. And anyway, I went to college and I was roommates with Peyton. And she would bring me to parties or social gatherings, whatever. And I just, like, wasn't comfortable. I wasn't okay with the groups. I wasn't okay with people. And then I think, like, a weekend, like, I started making, like, some other friends. Like, I met other people I started building friendships and then around like the end of my freshman year, which I have warned a lot of people that I've known like going into college, I'm like people that you know your freshman year, they're temporary in my opinion. I don't think that I know anybody that's like, yeah, we were friends in freshman year. I could be wrong though. Don't come at me like that. Like if you're like, I've had my best friend since freshman year, like that's great. But I've like told one of my best friends to this day, her little sister was going to college and I told her, I was like, anybody that you meet like freshman year of college, don't expect them to stay in your life forever. In fact, I think that you'll meet a bunch of new people as you come and go in life. So just get used to it. It's fine. It's normal. It's fun. So I met a bunch of international students, um, towards the end of my freshman year and it was life changing. I'm not even joking. And you know what? I came out of college not even friends with like 95% of those people. But you know what? It was life-changing. And I here's why. I became my best self, I think. I was so confident. I was extroverted. I was social. I was overly helpful and like willing to help and be there for people. And I really just came out of my shell and became an, a social butterfly myself I kind of dropped the friends that I made my freshman year and became friends with like the international students and um, the friends that I was making along the way. Like I could make a list of like 50 people that I was like, I would see on campus be like, yo, what's up? How are you? Like, how's it going? Like, what's new with you? I'd have like many conversations with people all the time. And I felt so like crazy good and confident about the way like life was going. And that was probably like the highlight of my life was sophomore year of college. Like it was unreal. Like I got to feel and experience and like, it was just crazy. I like didn't think that that was going to be me, but it was. And I mean, some people could probably look back and be like, I never knew that. Or I never thought that about you, blah, blah, blah. Like I hated my, like my introverted homebody self growing up. Like after I became an extrovert, of course, like when I was an introvert and like stayed at home, I was like, this is the best life. Like, I don't want any other life to live. This is the way it's going to be. But when I became like this extroverted person and like meeting people and like, holy crap, that was like life changing. Like a whole new world was opened up to me. 
And I like never wanted to experience like going to Spain or Belgium or France or Morocco or Brazil. I or not Brazil, huh? Brazil's in South America, but I mean, still, like, I never wanted to venture out and do, like, anything, like, go to Europe, go to Greece, go to South America, go to Puerto Rico. I never wanted to do any of that, but after I met those people and, like, I started establishing, like, friendships and I was like, oh my god, there was, like, people that I've met and talked to and they were all over the world, bro. Like, that was crazy to me, crazy, and I don't know, it just was, like, mind-blowing like I could cry it was so crazy and like I got to hear new music and people like talk to me and tell me stories about like oh they did this when they were a kid and it was just insane I encourage you anybody that's listening to this to meet someone from another country and like just talk to them about their like their life growing up and how different and crazy it is in comparison to like what you grew up with because I thought like when I was in high school that was it like that was what my life was going to be like. I was just going to be a homebody. I never wanted to go do anything social fun. Like I never wanted to drink, smoke. I'm not saying that stuff's fun, but I'm not saying it's not. So don't quote me on that. But, um, I, God, crazy. So I'll finish talking about that and move on. But after I met all these international students and became like this extroverted person, I'd go to parties. I met like the swim team because I swam in high school. So I met the swim team at college. I wasn't like a collegiate swimmer or whatever, but I met the swim team and they were crazy, like awesome, exciting, fun. I like just, I blossomed into this brand new person, the person that I am today. I would not have created this podcast. I would have never met those people had I not like went to college. And like, that's honestly like my biggest, like grateful feeling is going to Lindenwood University in St. Charles and like going to meet different people and becoming the best version of myself that I knew at the time. I'm not saying that it's not entirely who I am today, but at the same time, coming from that, like an introverted homebody into that, oof, crazy. Um, and definitely mind-bottling. But I also, like, got to experience different things. Like, I went to Chicago. Like, my parents, I could have put money on it. They would have never guessed that I would have just picked up and, like, ran away to Chicago for Thanksgiving break with a bunch of international, like international students. I call them international students because I'm not trying to be like racist or anything or like whatever. I'm just saying that it definitely helped seeing other people and hearing other stories from like outside of my everyday life. I could have met people from California or from Canada or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that, you know, people on the other side of this world, that came to, like, Lindenwood, the, the small, like, hoedown little college, like, university, little tiny speck of dust on the map. They came there for a reason, and I met them. And, like, I say international students proudly. Like, they were crazy, and, oh, my God, I loved it. It was insane. It had such an impact on my life. So don't think that I'm saying, like, international students, like, it's a bad thing. It's it's crazy. Um. But anyway, so I met, or I, like, met these people, and, you know, I'd go on campus, whatever. So, I think that me being able to, like, go and, like, even do, like, history classes. Like, I hated history. I didn't like history. I didn't like geography. And, like, I did, like, a history class and learning, like, oh, my gosh, that's where they're from. Oh, they live there. Oh, like, placing, like, names, faces to, like, locations and, like, association 
that was like huge for me and like I'll talk about this in the next episode probably like association is like a huge thing for me so like placing like oh my friend you know Marie she lives in Belgium she lives there like seeing that and like putting that into my head that was just like whoo a lot it was crazy um so what was I even saying Oh, yeah, I was talking about friendships. So I think that that definitely was like a 180 on my friendship, like experiences in life and like whatever my outlook on friendships that made me who I am today. And I mean, obviously, all your past experiences make you who like make you who you are today. But that was like the biggest, biggest like crater in my life that are like, like, I don't even know. So biggest milestone, biggest checkpoint in my life was meeting a bunch of international students. I'm not even friends with, I don't even talk to like 90% of the people that I went to college with or that I was friends with in college. I talked to like the same, like six to 10 people every week, like no joke, but I'm not saying I'm not friends with those people. I'm just saying that I was considered myself to have like an inner circle of people, which I will now move into. So I graduated this past December in 2018 Um, It's currently May of 2020 with all this corona crap, but I, I will talk about inner circle. So inner circle, I've had this kind of concept. I'm a very visual person, like in my head, I have to picture things for them to like become a reality almost. Um, And for me to explain this, I'm just going to explain it as best I can, because I think that my inner circle was like the same few people. I asked... a group of guys that I was really close with, like this group of like five guys, I asked every single one of them if they would be my bridesmaid or my groomsmaid or whatever at my wedding one day. I have it on video. Every single one of them. I asked them like, hey, someone said, will you be my my groomsmaid one day at my wedding? And like, I wanted that to be like a compilation video or whatever for my wedding day that I could like show my kids one day. And I literally don't even talk to, like, any of them. Actually, that's a lie. I talked to, like, maybe three out of the five that I've asked. But I'm not close with them anymore. And, like, to think that, like, I thought that that was going to be my world for, like, the rest of my life. Like, going to college, I was like, yeah, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to be like every day. No. (laughs) Psych. No, it's not. And every single day, I'm like, damn, like, that's crazy to me that I thought that those five people, those five guys were going to be my, like, groomsmaid, like, standing next to me on my wedding day. Whatever. So that idea kind of, like, went over my head and into the bush or whatever that was behind me. But I, I don't know. I thought that was crazy that, like, if I look back on that now, I'm like, damn, you're stupid. Like, why did you think that? Why did you think that you were going to be close with them? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So that was um, part of what I was saying about inner circle. So inner circle was like the same five people. Like right now I have like the same five or six people that I talk to every week. Those people are my inner circle. Those people are like what I would consider to be my inner circle. Then there's the uh, like mid circle, I guess, which is people that I can talk to or like I can carry a conversation with if I run like run into them or I tag them on like social media, whatever. And it's like a little higher than acquaintance. I'm like, oh my gosh, hey, like, I'm like really good with them. I talk to them. Things are great, whatever. Um, So that's like the, I guess I kind of picture the inner inner circle to be like a gold circle and like the mid circle to be like a silver circle. And then like the bronze would be like the third ring, like just picture like 
sat like the rings on Saturn right now. So like or like the orbiting um image is I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Just try try your best, okay? Um but the bronze circle is like the third like outer ring and that's like people that I know and they probably know my name, I know their name, but I don't talk to them. I don't reach out to them. They don't reach out to me. I probably have maybe had a conversation with them or like whatever. Great. Awesome. And then everybody beyond the bronze is just kind of like gray area. I'm like, okay, sure. You exist. Amazing. Like people, like my friends will be like, oh, you know, so-and-so. I'm like, I have no idea who the hell you're talking about. They're like, oh, like trying to like get me to no, well, so-and-so knows so-and-so and it's sister of so-and-so. I'm like, I have no, like, I don't care. I don't care about anybody outside of the bronze circle. Like, honestly, it's sad. Like, I, I care about the people in the gold circle and their needs need to be met. And that is my main concern. Like, you know, making sure those people in the gold circle or like my inner circle are good and they're fine. That's, that's all I care about. And that's all you should care about is like that, you know, there's you. And there's, like, your six people that look out and, like, care about you and what is important to you and help you grow. That's all you care about. That's all you should care about. Because anybody outside of that inner, inner circle is just kind of like, eh. Like, they, they wouldn't reach out or, like, do anything for you. So why are you going to do it for them, you know? That's kind of how my brain just puts everyone together. You know, people, I've had people move from the gray area all the way to gold circle or like inner circle and they're back in gray area or they're back in not gray area. They're back in the bronze. Like I just don't associate with them anymore. And like, that's crazy to me that that's even a thing. Like how do you go from gray area to like inner circle to be in bronze? Like that's, I have so many freaking people in bronze, bro. It's insane. I'm not trying to like hype myself up and be like, Oh yeah, I have all these friends. No, I just, know a lot of people and I know a lot of names and faces which everyone does that's just part of life but that's how I kind of visualize the map of people that I know and people that I've become acquainted with or had a relationship with or whatever so I'll talk about in a later episode what each of my friends does and means to me But after coming out of college, graduating college, and I don't even talk to, it's just like high school all over again. Like you don't talk to the same people that you did when you were on campus on the same route every single day walking to and from class. Even if you're like on an online class, like you know, like on Zoom conference or like if you're the class roster, like you know someone's face, like you're not seeing those people or talking to those people every day, which is fine. Like it just happens. Like you, I used to expect myself to reach out to like 50 people a week and just be like, Hey, how are you? Hey, like, how's it going? Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. Like I used to be like on a freaking like X games mode, like trying to reach out to people and like try to keep like everybody in contact and try to like make sure that everybody was doing good. Like I stretched myself so thin. And then I think it was like end of junior year. I realized I was like, I can't be that person. I can't like be Superman. I can't like try to get to people and like make sure everyone's good. And I think the reason that I tried so hard for the longest time was because I wanted validation from other people. And I still seek validation from people. That's, again, normal. But I think that I just craved the validation of, like, knowing, hey, like, 
if someone mentioned my name in a room with like X, Y, Z person, like they're going to be like, oh yeah, she's cool. Oh, like, oh yeah, she's having my back. Oh yeah, she w- she's like a ride or die. Like she's there for me and I'm there for her, like blah, blah, blah. I've had a lot of shady ass people and I know everyone has, but like, I'm just sick of the shadiness, bro. Like don't be friends with someone. Don't be fake as hell. Just own up to how you feel. And I used to just kind of like lay in the shade and be like, oh yeah, like I have all these friends in high school and I have all these friends in middle and elementary school. People like these people are my friends. No, no, they're not. If you called them and say, Hey, I broke down on the side of the road. Can you like come snap me or like swoop me and like, we'll go to like the auto. I'll like, I'll pay you gas, like whatever. Like how many of those people are actually going to show up? You know? Think about that. Like, have you ever just sat back and been like, if I were to be, like, in a situation where I need someone there, like, snap, like, drop of a hat, snap of fingers, like, right there, right then, who would actually show up? Because I know I would only do it for people that I know would do it for me. Like, honestly, like, truthfully, like, who would actually do that for me? And I don't mean, like, oh... I'm sorry, I have to go to work or what? Like, no, there's been like a select few, like maybe three people that I know for a fact, like if I needed anything at all, I know I can rely and trust that they would do it. Like if I'm, I'm calling them like, Hey, I'm burying a body today. Come here. And they're like, boom, done. Like they're at my doorstep in like under 30 seconds. Like they're there. And like, I didn't even think that I was going to even have that coming out of high school, going to college, I was like, I'm never going to have that. Like people that I can like full wholeheartedly trust, but it's crazy because, you know, I have like maybe two or three that I could think of right here, right now. And I'm like, drop everything you're doing and show up at my doorstep, please. And now that I think about that, I'll mention something else. So, um, I actually have one friend and I'll mention them in another episode as well when I talk about the meaningfulness of like my friendships and what each friendship means to me, I think that this one friend, I, me and her had this awesome idea where we had an emoji and you know, you are like a concept where you send that person the emoji. Like she would send me the emoji or I would send her the emoji. And like in that moment, when you get that emoji, you drop everything that's in front of you. You drop what you're doing. I don't care if you're at work. I don't care if you're at school. I don't care where you are. You could be at the hospital dying. You call that person because they're in need. So having friendships like that means, oh my gosh, like the entire world to me. It means like moving mountains for someone. That, that, that's true, meaningful friendships to me. So I have this friend and we did, we have an emoji and we would send the emoji back like and forth to one another, like we don't do it as much as we used to obviously because it was like years ago and like sometimes that's just too much to ask but at times like we would send that emoji we were both like in a really down time in our life at the same time like a really low point in our whatever and it was like one summer and like any time that we sent that emoji to each other we would stop what we're doing and like text that person like what's wrong what's going on like hey I'm at work what's going on like just tell me or I'd call that person, she'd call me, whatever. And that, I think, was like, again, it meant a lot to me knowing that I had someone that could just do that. Just drop everything and be like, there. Like, just listen. Just hear what I have to say. I could be talking about the stupidest bullshit ever. 
But you know that as soon as that damn emoji is sent, like, I need all eyes and ears. I need you to shut the fuck up. And I'll do the exact same thing for you if you need that. I don't, not a lot of people do that. And I don't expect a lot of people to do that. But do you know how meaningful that is to have someone just sit there and listen to you? Like, just sit there and listen. Like, not try to give you fucking advice or, like, try to, you know, talk over you with their own stories and bullshit. Which I do. I'm guilty of. Like, I do that stuff all the time. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because you want to empathize and sympathize with someone when they're talking to you about something. But just to sit there and, like, look them in the eyes and just listen. Nod your head. Shake your head. Whatever the hell you got to do. Listen to everything that they say. It could be on FaceTime. It could be over the phone. It could be in person. It could be on the damn moon while you're on fucking Pluto or planet X or whatever. That is everything to me. That is all I need in a relationship, friendship, any sort of relationship that I have. That is everything that, that tells me you care. That tells me that you're there for the long run and and that I can trust you. I can rely on you. And again, not, that's a, that's very intense. And I'm a very intense person when it comes to caring about things and about people But, like, not everyone can just, like, devote that amount of time and energy all the time. Like, 24-7. And I don't expect any one person to. Which is why I have, like, the six people in my life that I do. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. I know I'm a lot. I know that, you know, you're probably like, whoa, she's batshit crazy. Back, Back off. Like, there's no need to have an emoji. Like, whatever. But that, trust me, it's the best feeling to know that someone... I'm not trying to be, like, codependent or, like, I'm a very independent person. Trust me. I know you don't know that, but just trust for a minute. And that is everything to someone who has never had one person their entire life to trust or rely on. Other than my mom. But even then, sometimes that kind of gets in a gray area. Because, like, you can't just have your mom be your one in everything for, like, the rest of your life. Even though I want her to, there's times where I definitely get annoyed with her or she gets annoyed with me and I want someone else to talk to and someone else that has not heard the same story. Also, it's like talking to myself and sometimes that can be too much. So, and they also don't have the same insight. I like the outside perspective. So that's it for this episode. I just wanted to give my input on that, but I will talk about my friends specifically by name and how they mean and like what they mean to me as each individual friendship that I have is different and important in its own way. But feel free to reach out or email realthingspodcast at gmail.com and I will try to get back to you as soon as I can. Have a great day, guys. Bye.